Hello, my name is Janelle, and welcome to the Genuinely Janelle podcast. I believe everyone's stories, including my own, matters. Stories help me gain a better understanding of myself, the world, and connects me with other people. So I hope through the stories of my life and the conversations I have with others, you will one day find the confidence and courage in your voice to share your story. Now, let's hear a story. Uh, my name is Chris uh, Ang. Yeah, so uh, what I do for work is I'm a behavioral therapist. Mm-hmm. And I basically help uh, children with autism with their social skills. And I just started uh, with uh, two new kids. And one of the kids I'm working with, he's so cool. He's like very shy, but like, it- it's funny. Like when I when I talk to him, he's just very like, oh, hello. Like, hi. Like, I don't know. Uh, we played some board games uh, last time. And I guess we had so much fun that as soon as the session was over and the door was closed, like, bye. I heard him scream like, oh, my God, that was so much fun. And la, 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 la. I was like just like talking about me. I'm like gonna be so great. So I can't wait. And I'm I just gotta figure out uh what things I'm gonna have to do with him. So like mm-hmm. uh what games to bring or download on my app store. I think he's into Brawl Stars. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> just do what uh, whatever he likes to do and then uh we'll, we'll get from there. So yeah, oh, I'm just really cool. excited. Today is gonna be a great day. So this is your new position too, right? So I I worked at the county job and mm-hmm. uh I was specifically with child welfare services. And you know, I came into it thinking, you know, I'd actually be working directly with children. That was not the case. It was a desk job. And I was kind of just reading uh, their stories on how they enter the foster system and just providing like funding, like, uh, you know, healthcare, food, clothing, all that stuff. And the thing about that is a lot of the stories I was reading about these foster children, I, I'm i a very empathetic person, but also like, you know, had some hardship in my personal life. Mm-hmm. So I would always relate to a lot of a few uh, stories. And it affected me so much where I just wasn't motivated to continue doing work like it, it, it lowered my 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 motivation morale confidence mm-hmm. just because it was just so sad and i wanted to do more so and it, it was really conflicting because when you work at the county like that's like a, a goal that people kind of chase after pretty much their whole lives because it's a safety like job like you could retire there and i felt it i mean the money was really good but it just wasn't good for me personally it wasn't a good fit and i was fired from the job but even before then i was thinking about what i should do next and i still wanted to now that i knew like the the struggles of uh, how children were being dealt with in the foster system i wanted to see if there's anything i can do to just help children in general like i i wanted to do something outside of the desk obviously and be hands-on it was a bit weird because of covid so i didn't know how to go about it but a friend hooked me up who had just left uh this position that i now have mm-hmm. as a behavioral therapist and there are discussions like she just automatically knew that i'd be a perfect fit the pay is a bit underwhelming i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. but the thing is like everything about it like seeing the kids working with them it's all very like be, despite the the pay like it, it feels amazing to do and i it couldn't be any happier so and also it gives me time to work on my music which is funny enough I wasn't able to because of the county job but uh yeah like everything's going pretty great right now like I'm I'm very lucky it's really cool it sounds like things really turned out for you like it sounds like for you the years ending like on a positive note yeah yeah you yeah. could say that definitely for sure so let's talk about your music I think what's really cool 
about you is just how you're very open and vulnerable with just your overall journey and how your journey influences you as an artist and I think it's pretty dope just the lyricism behind your words the beats that you use as well as just you going down a different route that hasn't really been explored yet what really motivated you to kind of do that honestly it was by chance it's so weird because like I keep telling like certain stories and I'm trying to make sure that every person I talk to has like a, a different interpretation of it or whatever it's funny like I never in my life ever thought I would ever be a musician I am not musically talented at all when I was a kid I chose to learn flute specifically because the green power ranger had a, the, the flute <laughs> and that's what he would bring out the dragon sword little did I know I couldn't play the flute for shit because I couldn't whistle and so like every time we'd have concerts I'd be like that was just not it <laughs> and then I tried learning the piano at one point but my hands are way too small <laughs> so, and not that that's an excuse for anything but I just found it so hard to keep moving and stuff I'm just like and then I tried to learn the guitar at one point and the same thing the guitar I was wearing on was too thick mm -hmm. and my hands were too small <laughs> so I was like I guess music is not just not for me and I never thought that my voice was any good at all I label myself as a karaoke singer I love karaoke so much I mean I'm Filipino I'm one of those guys who even regardless if I sound good or not it mostly was not I would still rock out on that stage or on that chair wherever I was 100% because singing your heart out was so much fun and when the idea of being a rapper that kind of happened as a joke back in high school because there was a little little like dream I had and I say dream like not like oh it's something I really wanted to do but just kind of like a little blip of like rappers at the time like like shoddy everyone's using shoddy and then I had the idea like <laughs> <laughs> who is shoddy like let me write a song about that like who is this girl and then um i wanted to write a song which would become my rapper name called dapper young fuck and the joke would be i would dress like a super uh, dapper individual with, like top hat the mustache the monocle just like really cool <laughs> but like in like the hood like mm -hmm. helping elderly people and i just I, I thought that was the funniest thing to me i was uh talking to a friend uh, last year about it and she thought it was funny and it's something i haven't actually talked about with anybody else and she was like you know what? you should go for it and during that time in my life I had just just kind of started to blossom into myself a lot of years prior I was uh, depressed and I didn't necessarily think that I was out of the ordinary you know pretending that I'm happy when I wasn't it's just it, it weighed so heavily on me so when kind of my life changed because I took a chance on myself and I started this k-pop thing it gave me the motivation and the confidence to believe in myself to chase after anything I wanted at the time I was like you know if I if I always wanted to do that I'm gonna fucking do it like I, I just said yes but like internally so like when uh my friend said hey you should become a rap you should try this rap song i started immediately researching into like beats like what can i buy what can i use and i already had like a list of beats i wanted to use not necessarily for this dapper young fuck song but beats that i thought oh this is kind of cool and then i come up with a bar and a line and then i'd just kind of evolve it from there mm -hmm. and then not too far long after that mental health awareness day happened on october 10th uh 2019 and I used that day as a way of opening up about my depression, about me being raped, about my suicidal attempt the same year, I believe. Yeah. 
and I, I gained like a lot of support from people like and it was really nice but it kind of broke me down because I wanted to say so much more than what I did and I didn't want to do with like a long post and I had like the music in my hand at the time and I just looked at him like you know what? I'm gonna write a song I'm just gonna write a song about my story and that's it and I had no inkling of anything that followed after it I didn't have like a goal that this would lead me to becoming a musician I just wanted to write this song to tell my story because I needed it to let it out and I did to this day it's the fastest song I've ever written it took about what, three hours and I look back on the videos uh, that I made seeing it and I had no rhythm <laughs> I I had no flow i was crying i was um and the thing is even that one thing that i did as bad as it sounds i can tell even watching it now like how much it meant to me in my voice how my heart was pounding and the peace i found in singing these things it was like i was finally letting something out that i've kept hidden for so long and from that one thing because i had people follow me from the k-pop stuff previously i had uh one individual open up to me about their past about um being sexually assaulted I, I to this day i'm the, uh, we're friends we play among us all the time and it opened my eyes as to what music can do and what my story can do to help others open up i just remembered feeling not so alone anymore after that mm. and i just kept thinking that like if i felt like this for so long how how many people out there feel the same way or didn't have uh, this person to talk to or someone to relate to and from then on that was my motivation to continue on with music to see people come together in sharing these stories that don't get told especially not in music and I, music is so accessible so yeah from then on I I did the first performance I did with at Snow Ice and uh, on Halloween and all my friends were there and my family surprised me I told my sister I'm like don't tell mom and dad I'm doing this because I don't think they heard my song at the time and my second song was called Better Father which is not out yet and that's a song about my relationship with my dad the verbal abuse and a bit of physical that happens on and off and just my frustration about like hating him but also seeking his love and approval and that's not something i wanted to share with him it's kind of it was the song was meant to be like an imaginary letter to him and what i would hope his response would be i i didn't want him to hear that song but when my sister surprised me and brought my entire family there and he got to listen to better father it meant a lot it felt like i was able to indirectly talk to him about my frustrations with him and our relationship i mean after that like he kind of used it as a as an insult to me like oh you think you could be a better father than me i'm like okay stop but still like the the message of that song it still cuts deep to me like personally it's one of my most emotional songs because it's a letter to my dad and it's a letter to my kids who don't exist (laughs) like i am i I do not have kids but i actually can't wait to have a family of my own because I do believe that I can be a better father than the one I, I have, but it doesn't mean to talk down on the father that I have. Positives can't exist without negatives. I should be thankful maybe like not so much because of how it's added to my depression, but because I'm here now alive and learning from a lot of my experiences and hardships that I can take the things that my dad thrusted on me in raising me and having that influence how I raise my children in like a positive way. And who knows if I get it right, I'll probably get some stuff wrong but all i know is that it wasn't for nothing regardless of my relationship with my dad and how it's kind of like here and there uh, it's up and down 
I still love him. And hopefully one day I'll make him proud. God, with the music stuff, it feels closer than I've ever been to seeing that. He's really proud of me and what I'm doing. And it's so heartwarming, honestly. Like, even though I'm crying, it's like, oh. First of all, thank you so much for, for sharing your story and mm. kind of sharing the journey of how you came into wanting to write music and why you still continue to write music. Like, it's really awe-inspiring to know that you found a way through music to empower your voice. You're also empowering other people to voice out how they feel whether it's through other creative outlets or through music as well it's like an additional bonus is just knowing how proud your dad is of you despite you know the relationship that you have obviously parental child relationships are never perfect amidst all that your dad is proud of you like I remember seeing an Instagram story where you were on a road trip I think up to the Bay Area and then mm-hmm. your dad like played your song like in the car and I was just like wow that's so cool you know it's like those little things where it's like yeah. sometimes you feel like like your parents don't support you or you feel like your parents don't care but it's in those moments when they do stuff like that like it's just like wow you actually are paying attention to me like yeah. thank you so much for sharing your story because it's so cool to see what you're doing and to see why you're doing it and i'm really excited for you in this upcoming year because you mentioned that with this new job that you have you will have more time for your music so what exactly is like your your goals or your vision for next year with your music good question i'll go ahead and start off with what my goal is to end this year i don't have any money <laughs> like kind of left me in like in a in a weird spot but i have this really great friend and her name is jen she's one of the few friends that still gives presents she's amazing she was like i, I got you like a hundred dollars worth of presents i was like are you serious <laughs> and she spoils her family her friends and i love her to death she's amazing and she's such a voice of reason and she kind of leaves keeps me level-headed i wanted to do something special for her and i decided that i wanted to write a song for her to give her on christmas that's about her it's filled with a lot of like notes because she loves this car called the stingray uh she loves penguins she wishes she could travel so like and go to all these places and this song is basically telling her that i'll take her anywhere she wants to go whatever you need i got your back i want to finish the song by christmas so i can give this to her one of the things that is really important to me is that it's a song about love but it's not like a love song because we are we're not dating but we are like the best of friends and i just i want that to show that you know it's just it's that because i I wouldn't want anyone to think it's like a lovey-dovey song like that. There's no title for it because one of the things I want to do is after the song's finished, I want her to name it whatever the fuck she wants. As for next year, I did audition for America's Got Talent. I don't know if I'll be on the show. I do this thing where it sounds really like cocky and like maybe it makes me seem like an asshole, but I believe in myself so much right now. Like I believe there's like nothing I can't do. And even if I don't reach the goal that I'm trying to get to, I know I'll find a way or find an alternative if I get on that show or not who knows I, I firmly believe that I can I probably will like because I dream about it all the time all I need is just one shot and I know I won't miss I, I'll nail it even without that I have so many like songs already in the, being written down and I'm so excited I didn't officially release the song but it's on my SoundCloud that I hope to debut as my first single in 2021 called It Must Be Witchcraft because why else would I die for her that's my tribute to Long E title song i have this song uh called van gogh which i accidentally let slip on my public ig and i'm hoping that people forget about it better father is the second song i ever wrote and it's still not out i recorded like a version of it uh but it wasn't right because the thing about that song is it's not like a traditional song it's all kind of just bars it's it's more like a poem honestly but it's a poem that balances frustration hate and love and trying to get that across through audio like i have to be in a specific specific space 
to get that right because singing it as I did uh, in the recording booth as kind of just a song, it, it didn't hit uh, as well as I wanted it to. Like I, I wanted to have that emotional punch. So that's just something I'm holding on to. I have a lot of songs in there, basically, and just releasing it, getting the funding, and I just want to do some shows again. It's been very tough, but I'm mm-hmm. very lucky in that like it hasn't it hasn't affected my music writing in the least. Like in, in fact, like I've been very productive during the pandemic, which is really odd. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just really cool how confident you are in yourself because you should be proud of yourself in certain aspects of your life, you know? And yeah. you shouldn't feel shame for being proud of yourself. And like the fact that you know yourself enough to know like, yeah, I may not be super musically inclined but or musically talented, but I have a passion for this and like this is my vision and it's gonna happen like one day yeah. or another. Like it's gonna happen. So like I really vibe with that because it, you know what you want and you're gonna do what it takes to make your visions become a reality. Oh, thank you. It wasn't without its hardships getting here. Even now, like there's sometimes where some days, especially uh, where it does hit me where like other people get by just on their look. Some people are definitely more uh, talented singers than I ever will be. It sometimes it gets to me, but only briefly. Like sometimes maybe I'll like go to sleep and then I'll wake up the next morning. And, like I'll feel better about uh, everything else. And that's why you just have to focus on yourself. You can't worry about everyone else around you. Trying not to let uh, what's happening in other people's life affect how you perceive your own life going. The thing is, I've seen the improvements in myself. Like I know, like the more times I I sing, the the, the little things I pick up, I, I get better. At. I really work hard on my lyrics. Like I, I appreciate you saying that. Like no one is harder on themselves than I am. Like and it's true. Like I know that because I'm not going to be the best singer, I need to focus on the things that like I can bring to the table. And a lot of that is my truth, my my openness, the emotion. I bring out you can't essentially you can't be the best at that but to be open and truthful as possible says a lot especially in today's society when everyone's so focused on being perceived as something other than themselves and that's what gets at me it's like not to diss on like ig models or whatever but it's like when i see someone like so beautiful i just want to know like who exactly are you underneath that if you weren't gifted this heavenly look or whatever the hell like who are you i don't know if it's because of who i am or what's happened to me to make me ask these questions like looks aren't like a, a big deal to me in my personal life and with the job that I've had in the county there's so many things happening in this world and especially in this pandemic where people are dying but people are not like taking into account that these people even ex- these bodies exist you know mm-hmm. they, because they don't see it it doesn't exist it's just it, all that I, I take into account and just like can we just look within each other and ourselves to like have a bit more understanding of one another have a bit more sympathy <laughs> like Paddington Bear says if you're kind and polite the world will be right and Aww, like, yeah. I really believe that can we just all do that and <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard when I put out stuff that are, is very like personal like the first time I put out uh, I don't want to be touched and I promoted that I got messages where people were making fun of me man and this one hurt this one hurt so uh, the audition I did for America's Got Talent I sang I don't want to be touched mm-hmm. And I had to condense the four minute song to 90 seconds. It took about like 20, 30 minutes to do it uh, because I know that song in and out and I knew how to like structure it in a way with the beat that I had. That's difficult. Having to restructure a song, but still keep the beat that you have because I can't alter it. It, it. That was hard. But the main thing I wanted to do with that 90 seconds was that the message of what the song is trying to say gets across. And it's really hard. So I, I had to skip to the second verse where I tell my story and then jump to the, the, the very last verse where I talk about the healing part of it. When I told my dad that I auditioned with this song, I don't want to be taught about me being raped. I love my dad, but this is what he told me. He said, 
Do you think people are going to believe that? Don't you think people will think you're a pussy? And I, I get it. You, you claim it's you, you were right. But like, I just don't, I can't imagine that happening. I, I talked with some uh, people and they kind of questioned it too. Like, how could that happen? I'm not going to lie. Like, it kind of cracked me a bit. It didn't break me. I know how it brought me to uh, other people. There was one guy who I didn't talk to indirectly, but a friend uh, told me about someone who went through the same thing, who was in their therapy group. And he went through the exact same things that I did of not being able to handle being around women for a long period of time. And like my trust in them, it kind of like deteriorated, it fell apart and I had to build that back up through like having like long distance or online relationships with people where it wasn't face to face and just like connecting each other through poetry and stuff like that. So it was like, it was a long process process so knowing you know even though my dad said that and how insensitive it can be i already knew that what i was trying to do with my music and this song in particular mm -hmm. by bringing people together and to have people understand that this can happen is so that things like my dad told me it uh, doesn't happen that that often anymore it didn't break me it just cracked me and because of the song i'm gonna keep doing me hopefully like like that's really it like if i get on tv and i'm able to sing that song i don't care about winning the competition i don't care about anything else as long as that's song gets played and millions of people can see this that's it that means the world to me because i just want to bring awareness to it i say this in my letter i know if i heard this song back when i was great i wouldn't have felt so lost so knowing how much it would have meant to me that's why i push you so hard for it without other stories i'm trying to tell thank you you know for your vulnerability and just for sharing your your story and your truth rape and sexual assault isn't only limited towards women anyone can experience that and for you to share your story here but then to share it through your music Music, to be able to bring awareness as well as be a voice for someone else who may have experienced this it's just really awe-inspiring to see how authentic and vulnerable you are like you're really just out here being your authentic self and thank you a part of that honestly it stems from a promise i made to myself when i attempted my suicide last year my family literally saved me i was i was ready to jump in front of a moving car you know my sister just saw in me like something was wrong and i had to talk about what i was thinking in my head for the first time in my family and just saying it out loud to them it made me aware of like how far I'd fallen it hit so much because it was the first time I able I said it out loud and it made me open up about like see something within myself that I thought like I said was normal but no this was this wasn't right at that time it was like one of those things where it's like you know you, you keep telling yourself like yeah I gotta keep living because my friends I got to keep living because of my family if I die who's gonna take care of my younger brother it didn't matter I just wanted to be free I just wanted to not feel pain and I didn't want to feel miserable I didn't want to feel anything as soon as I turned my life around I just kept pushing I wanted this k-pop thing to happen and it was my goal it was what was going to lead me to feeling happiness that's what I told myself I just kept at it and when it happened I didn't expect anybody to come but like about like 60 people came in it changed my life it really did it made me understand that by taking a chance on myself and not letting anything stop me and there were so many times when I, I could have stopped and I kept at it that I was capable of anything it made me feel invincible since I got so many thank yous from people because I was able to help them find a community who loved something like k-pop like I did to be honest 
it was just to help myself feel not so alone and to feel joy. And I got a whole lot more out of that. I kind of gained a family in K the K-pop community here. So from then on, I kind of just promised myself, I'm not going to hide who I am anymore. I'm not going to hide uh, my pain. I'm not going to hide my struggles. I'm not going to hide anything about me. I've always claimed to be an open book, but now I really am. Because if I'm ever in that spot again, I would hope someone's there to help me out. I know there are others out there who aren't as fortunate to have feel the same way that I'm doing or I know there are so many people still struggling with depression I just hope that by doing what I'm doing it can show them that that's not all there is like there is a way out you can feel like life is worth living it's gonna be fucking hard but I'm not hiding that from anyone I'm showing every facet of myself to you even if I look goofy or stupid or I seem to cry a whole lot you know where I am and my journey you know what I've gone through and if you ever want to talk I'm very open to talking with people it's cool with me i'll admit like sometimes like the music thing has been amazing because it's connected me to so many people but other times it all, it's also kind of been like a bit hard really because so many people live on opposite sides of the world and sometimes i just want to give them a hug and i can't and then there are other times when like i might not have the best advice i don't know how to comfort uh them in a way that i would hope all i can offer is words but i, I always say this like please seek out therapy like really do i haven't personally sought out a therapist even though I definitely should. And I know one day I will seek a therapist. It's just right now I'm I feel so confident in in myself now and that like I kind of just don't want to break away from it because it works uh, mm -hmm. for me. I know people have these outlets and I know there are other people that don't have those things. So I would always promote by seeking a therapist and talking these things that you are dealing with out with someone. More important than that, finding a therapist that's right for you, who understands mm -hmm. these things because I've heard heard so many stories where people get therapists and they cannot relate to you at all mm -hmm. and everything they say is kind of just like not nonsense but it's kind of just blanket statements you need to find someone who relates to you i believe everything happens for a reason i really do i really do and even though my time at the county is short by seeing what happens in the foster system uh what the government does they kind of just throw money at them and hope that if you put them in a, in a loving family that it will solve itself i can tell you that is not the case you these kids need someone who can relate to their struggles and to open up uh, to them, which is essentially what I do with my job. Like I'm trying to establish relationships and bonds with these kids so that one day they can open up to me and then we can work on the things that uh, they need to work on. It's my damn fucking goal. Create like uh, a foundation or organization. I don't know. Go to the government to basically tell them that like, yo, every fucking city need, needs like mandatory like therapists for anyone in need. And we need to hire and train people who have gone through these hardships to help the people who are going through hardships now. That's all I want. And it's it's helping others, helping others help you, helping you help others. Yeah, I hope one day that happens. I, I really do, because uh, I, I feel like that was the reason why I was at the county, like just so I could see that and the, the, the missed opportunity there. It's just I can empathize with you with how it feels to just like want to give up on yourself. And then I can empathize with you and finding that moment where you start realizing like, wait a minute, my life is important, even though at times they may not feel like it, it is valued. And I like how you're advocating to seek therapy or just for people to simply talk to one another because I know amidst this pandemic, we've had to socially distance from everyone for health reasons. I empathize too, like how people are so tired of Zoom. But one thing 
that I've seen as a pattern amidst this pandemic is even though we are asked to be socially distanced and even as tiring as it is to have to communicate with people through Zoom, we still need an outlet to be able to talk to somebody, to be able mm -hmm. to express our feelings, to say what we got to say, because so it hurts so much to have to suppress everything within yourself. So I'm really glad that you have found outlets for you where you feel confident and safe to say what you need to say. I'm really thankful that you provide a safe space for other people too. And I think it's all inspiring that one of your goals is to be able to find a way to create a safe space for others. So yeah, I think it's it's really dope. And I like how it kind of came to a full circle because <laughs> it started about talking about your music and the story behind it. But then it kind of goes full circle because it's like you finding your power through music as an outlet, but the over, like the deeper meaning behind it is just how in a sense music has saved you exactly. and, music, and music has helped you and how music can continue to help to help you as well as help other people. So I love how it just came into full circle. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for seeing that. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel the same way. And um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how where it goes from there. I mean, that's not to mention that, like, I mean, I have my deep songs, but I like to have fun with my songs as well. So, yeah, music has been an outlet just not for me to open up about, you know, the things that have happened to me, but it's also allowed me to, like, feel happiness and, like, mm -hmm. feel pride in the things that I want to do, like, and even goofy things, like, I wrote a Tokyo. I I wrote a, a a PBS Kids rap to the freaking Tokyo Drift theme, and I did that during the quarantine. I made a home music video. I think there's only like 40 views on it, but by God, am I so freaking proud of it? Am I so <laughs> proud of it? Like just like just things like that. Like I'm able to explore like different parts of myself. Even like the the, the video with the money gun, love drug. I wrote that song specifically because I was inspired by TikTok and that kind of culture and i rushed that song out because at the time there was talk that oh tiktok's gonna get banned in america and i was like well i have this song as an idea but if you're telling me that this app is not gonna exist in three weeks well shit i need to write and record the song <laughs> within three weeks and shoot a little video for it before it doesn't exist anymore because otherwise it would have been it would have been meaningless and funny enough like i have our alternate take where i replace the word tiktok with Instagram on the song and that's on the IG version but <laughs> and now Instagram has like their own TikTok uh real thing so it's oh like, gosh yeah <laughs> it just it, it just it, that came like full circle like whatever but what I'm saying is that for me music has meant so much to me like it, it's allowed me to dig into myself and speak out on things that uh I didn't know I need to speak out about it, it made me realize things about myself that I've kept hidden or just like needed to vent uh it's allowed me to have fun it's allowed me to take my mind off of things like just being able to write or shift through beats anything like that like and my only hope is that like people have their outlets that do the same thing for them and it could be anything it could be video games it could be watching movies it could be freaking sleeping or doing yoga like whatever fits you and gives you that 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 the time to just be alone but not like in your own head mm -hmm. that allows you to if you need to cry if you need to shout if you need to like scream for help have that outlet that allows them to do that through music 
that's helped me. And I'm sure everyone out there has their thing. Just, maybe they haven't found it yet and start exploring and start uh, venturing off. Cause that's what, if you're listening to this, that's what I want you to take from this story of mine that uh, I didn't jump into music. I, I didn't, I, well, it's not, I, I, yeah, I jumped into music, but it wasn't <laughs> like a, like, I just thought one day, Hey, I'm going to do music. No, what happened was I listened to K-pop, specifically BTS. And I was like, oh, okay. My ex-girlfriend was such a fan. And then I went to their concert and I saw the emotion, the raw happiness that everyone was feeling. And that made me want to feel that. And because of that, I, 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 it made me jump into a loophole of random RPDs. And I got to see that even without the artist, the music itself and the dances that they were doing, how happy they felt. And it made me want to do that. And because of that RPD, I got, I was offered to freaking host uh, uh, an anime convention here in San Diego. And I got to uh, be introduced to so many more people. And it's where I met my friend who, uh, through telling the story of being a dapper young fuck, got me into thinking maybe I should write a song just to open up about my personal story. And now I'm here where I am now. I'm. Just, it's like, you you can't you can't just tell what's going to lead you to where for me it was just a series of events that ultimately led to this and it was it all started from just huh maybe that that that's pretty cool you know that that's literally it like so what i'm saying is find your thing that in the moment makes you like even think that that could make you happy and just following down that road and see where it leads you because i don't know i i still i i know i'm not the best singer i know i know um i know i'm not the best rapper i know i'm not the best lyricist but i doesn't stop me like i i believe in what i'm trying to do i i believe in the work that i'm doing i believe in what it can do for others and there are moments where i do fall but I get back up and God, I'm steamrolling into 2021 and best believe like your year is not too far behind. If you're listening to this, go get yours, go find what makes you, you, I love you. Okay. <laughs> no, I love, I love that so much. It's just perfectly just tied everything up so well. And I like how you said it's, it's a series of events that led to this. So yeah. I think it's really inspiring for people to kind of realize that, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time, maybe the moment that you're in right now is meant to lead you into where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So before we, before we officially close this, is there any last things you would like to share in terms of like plugging in your Instagram, your YouTube? Like, feel free to like plug, oh. like do like a shameless plug because I know this, this <laughs> oh, is man. this is this is for you. This platform is for you today. Oh, thank you, thank you so much, Chanel. Uh, it's funny because I shameless plug all the time in Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh that's something I should mention. I got in an IGN review for Among Us. Like, and I love that game so much and I didn't expect it. That, that's crazy. So if you 
Uh, if you go on YouTube, search IGN Among Us, you'll you'll find me on there. That's pretty cool. Whoa! Uh, wait, so is it? Wait, yeah. is it the computer version? Because I heard that it's on Switch on the Switch now. Yeah, it's on the Switch now. The, it, it was cross-platform, so I was playing with IGN on my phone. Oh, got it. Yeah, and then they screen captured uh for their video, and so you'll see oh me <laughs> walking around saying only Chris, Chris A. I'm just like, holy shit! So I don't know, and that just happened because uh I don't know I was in a Discord where they were on. I had no idea, but um, <laughs> okay. Let me take a sip. <laughs> I know with your Tiger mug, that's so cool. Did you get it at Disneyland? Yes. This. Oh is my gosh, best. I love that. <laughs> this is the best mug ever. I love this Tiger mug with all my heart. Oh I, my I'm, gosh. I'm kind of bummed that it, there's kind of it's chipped inside, so I kind of uh -huh. want a new one. But I love this minimalist design. It's my favorite <laughs> mug. I collect mugs. Like, oh my god, I. And I just want more of these things anyway. <laughs> no, no, it's so cool because, yeah, like the, the only reason why I asked if it was from Disneyland, it's because, um, like, before, well, before this pandemic, I've had a Disney pass basically for four years ever, oh. like, before this pandemic. So I, like, knew because, like, you know how there's, like, the Disney store at Plaza Bonita, but then yes. it's like, no, the mugs and the quality of items at actual at Disneyland is different. So, like, the moment it's I better. saw you, the moment I saw you lift your mug, I was like, okay, this is from Disneyland because it's such a, it's such a much more bigger cup. And, like, the design is definitely, like, from the OG I Disneyland. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, Disneyland is my happy place. Like, same. Oh my god, I had a Disney pass when I actually had money, but oh man, I still haven't been to Star Wars Land. Like, I am. Oh, oh my god, I need to go back. Yeah, oh. when when this pandemic is over and it's safe to go there again, definitely it's it's a must. Like, I've I've been to Star Wars Land and like I've been to the bar too. And honestly, when you see everything, like. It just feels like you're just transported into a different world, which is how like all the different areas are. But like My Star heart. Wars Land in general, it's just a whole different vibe. Yeah, it's it's, it's oh. just it's amazing. So yeah, when this pandemic is over, hopefully you get a chance to go to Disneyland. Uh, we should like uh we we should we go should we should go together. We should go together. I'm down. I'm down. I'm I, down. I, I'm I always I, I go to Disneyland with like like I told myself I was like when this pandemic is over, I'm getting a pass again because I loved having free parking. And I loved like not having to worry about stuff. And then yeah, so like I'm down. I literally like when I had my pass, I would go every month, like at yes. least once or twice. Oh, <laughs> I remember those days. Oh man, I. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I, I, okay. If you ever bring me back on this podcast, yeah, we can talk Disneyland because Disneyland. Oh my gosh, yes, I'm so down. Best. And then if we, if we go to Disneyland, oh my gosh, if we go to Disneyland, the goal is to get you a new mug. We're gonna get you a new mug. Yes. Oh my god, there's so many mugs. Like one of the ones that have always like has always like like uh, I've always like uh wanted, but yeah. I've never gotten has yeah. been uh it's not even a mug, it's freaking chip. The, from beating the beast like the, oh the yeah i don't have him yet i don't know why oh i don't God. have him yet and the biggest fear when you go to disneyland is like will it be there when i come back exactly uh-huh especially if you <laughs> especially if you don't have a pass because then you just never know when you'll be able to go again yeah. and then by the time you come it's like a whole different season and then everything's changed and you're just like dang I, know. I can't find it <laughs> i hate it like there was uh one of my friends uh jovan uh he came to i referenced him earlier in the podcast he mm -hmm. just came to san diego last night he the last time we went, there was a, a stormtrooper tank top. Uh, it was a badass design. It's like, and he, he we bought one for another friend, but he didn't buy one for himself. And every time we come back, it's no longer there. And I've asked about it. I went to the freaking <laughs> outlet store next to Mexico to see because they get like the they get like the 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 stuff that gets back uh, thrown back into 
the Disney vault or whatever the fuck. And it's not there. And I can't find the design anywhere online. <laughs> the Disney vault is real. They, it they is real. It's real. And then it's gone. I'm like, why? Where is it? So I know better now. I know better. If there's something that you need or want, you fucking take it. Because there's no guarantee <laughs> it's going to be there. There's no guarantee. So I'm happy that I have this Tigger mug because uh, it's the best. It's the freaking best. Yeah, it looks all cute too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> it. I love that it's left-handed. I mean, I know I noticed that too. I was just like, wait a minute, you're holding it from your left hand because I have to kind of like, I had to re, I had to like use the L, like I had to like put my hands up. I'm like, wait a minute, you're using your other hand. I know, right? It. Like, like I mean, maybe it's for right-handed people where the tigger looks at your face, you're like, oh, oh. but <laughs> I prefer any design. That others can look at it and be like, hey, you see this mug? You see this yeah, mug? Yeah, see, that's how I noticed your mug. Because yeah, like, I know, exactly. If I didn't see it, I would have just been like, ooh, tiger stripes. Okay, probably it's a tiger. Like, do you have a oh. design for your cup? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, I'm adamant. This is a left-handed mug. It has to be. <laughs> you cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> oh, yeah, any... <laughs> I like how we kind of like went off on a little tangent. But... <laughs> A little Disney tangent. Sorry, yeah. I like I do that a lot. Like when someone brings up Disney, I will literally just like sidetrack the whole conversation to talk about Disney for a bit. Freaking same, dude. Same. Like one of the my fondest memories of Disneyland was uh, I bought a lightsaber and it's like one of those like authentic like uh, black uh, is it black version? It's like the like two hundred dollar ones. Uh -huh. And I bought it. I opened it up just in time for the Disney parade, and then I lit it up. And then some kid was looking at me. And he dead-eyed me, and he had his own lightsaber. And literally, oh, no. that whole parade, we just kept dueling each other. And, it, and his mom and dad were just, like, laughing. Like, it was the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I loved it. Like, just little moments like that. And, like, I still, like, I still get off on the fact that, like, the, the characters are there for, like, meet and greets and photos. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the things that has eluded me has been those, uh, uh, the Halloween nights. Where oh, you go yeah. in at night and you see the villains and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know why it, I haven't been there yet. Oh, I don't know why. Oh my gosh. And those are so fun. Last year, they had uh, Donald and Goofy in the Kingdom Hearts costumes. That was all I ever wanted. And to know <laughs> that that's going to be in rotation. Mm -hmm. and But we won't know specifically when they're going to be in that costume again. It, it really eats me up inside because all I want is to be with... <laughs> Uh, Donald and Goofy in the Kingdom Hearts costumes and just take the picture and just like just live in that moment because literally one of the best video games of all time but just just that and like the, the, the Hocus Pocus spectacular show that they have just there's so much that Disneyland has that I haven't got to experience and I've only heard stories about that like <laughs> I need it I need it now <laughs> like it, it just brings me so much joy it really does like it, it like I'm a kid at heart but when I'm at Disneyland that kid just gets to fucking like come out of me same same oh my gosh yes i can totally relate which is why like a lot of my friends they love going to disneyland with me because they know like i'll always be happy like i don't care how long the line is we're going or like because exactly. i have the because i have the pass it's like okay like i've been to disneyland so many times we don't need a map i know which rides are going to be shorter during like the during the little parades like yes girl. you want it you yes. want a discount i got the yes, pass girl. like let's go like you want I've the been menu items i've been like, in longer lines this is <laughs> like, nothing we've been in comic-con i like i've even had to deal with comic-con lines where it's like for the free stuff so yeah. like disneyland lines are nothing <laughs> we're in line right now but in about five minutes we can get a fast pass on our phone for another ride and we won't have to wait as long as that right exactly. there's two there's two uh fireworks shows we don't have to watch the one at eight we can wait for the one at nine 
so we can go exactly. to Smash Mountain. We, exactly. I know, I know the deal, girl. I know it. I've been there. <laughs> I love this. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. So next podcast collaboration, we are gonna go to Disneyland and then we're just gonna recap on our Disney adventure and then yes. talk about like and the the seasonal food. Oh my gosh, yes. I love the seasonal yes. food. And oh, like for man. like for, for me, you know how like everyone gets churros? One thing I get, I actually like the churro funnel cakes. And then based off the seasons, they change too. So I'm just like, yes. Damn, funnel- wait, the funnel cakes, is that the one that's in the New, New Orleans Square? No, so for the so those are beignets. And then Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they wrong. but they also have seasonal beignets. But then yeah. the funnel cakes, it's actually in like the grizzly bear area it's like the restaurant yeah so you can actually order churro funnel cakes which is like just regular like any day of the year but then for based off the season they have like special seasonal churro funnel cakes for like each different season or like event damn i've been missing out (laughs) oh man now Um, you know now you know now i know thank you thank you for the hookup because i know i know the flavor churros like you can get those at the stands yeah I, I i didn't know about the grizzly thing one oh man (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> okay 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 backtrack we gotta go back backtrack uh plugins 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 this platform okay. is for you so go okay. ahead uh, i in i i i lived for that what 10 seconds no that's like 10 minutes of like busy discussions <laughs> i i loved it i loved it I, I want more anyway um okay uh my name is chris uh ang uh you can follow me on all social media platforms under my stage name only Chris Ang. It's one word. O N L Y C H R I S A N G. I'm very active on Instagram. That's where, uh, as Janelle said, you'd find my stories. Uh, I usually post goofy shit. I post all the time on stories. Um, uh, I have a Facebook uh, page. Uh, I am only Chris Ang. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, what have you. Um, I have two. S- no, I have a an EP out called Keeper. You could find four tracks on there. Uh, they're very deep. Uh, it features "I Don't Want to Be Touched." It features "Heaven." Um. Oh my God, I'm blanking on my song. <laughs> oh my God, I'm blanking on my song. I'm sorry. I'm so hyped from the Disney discussion. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me get my mind straight. What's the song called? Oh my God. You know what? Just follow. Just follow me on Spotify. I have an EP called Keeper. I have a song called Love Drug that's about TikTok stuff. I'll look out in Valentine's Day uh, for my new single called It Must Be Witchcraft because why else would I die for her? And there's a story behind that too, but whatever. Uh, just thank you for listening to this. Uh, thank you for supporting Janelle and her podcast. This has been freaking amazing. I loved it. I loved it. So good. Thank you so much for allocating time in your day to listen to this episode. I look forward to sharing another story of mine in the next episode. Stay tuned, and in the meantime, I hope you have a relaxing and productive day.